This is Sound and Vision. I'm Emily Fox. And today is Music Heal's Mental Health Day at KEXP, a day where we take listener requests on the songs that help them heal during their struggles with mental health. All day, DJs will read listener stories and play their songs on air. You can tune into the broadcast at 90.3 FM in Seattle and at KEXP.org. But this story is about Toronto's Royal Mountain Records, which became what might be the first record label to offer a mental health fund for its artists. Joining me to talk about how the initiative is going is label founder Menno Wurtstieg. Hello. Hi, Emily. Nice to speak with you. Thanks for being here. So take us back to early 2019 when you announced that every individual on Royal Mountain Records could access a $1,500 kind of lump sum that they could use towards mental health services. And they didn't have to pay it back. That money would just go for them and mental health services. Why was it important for you and your label to do this? Um, well, I mean, I come from the artist side. I, I've I've played in bands for 20 years. Jeez, 20 years. That's a long time. Uh, I don't think I've said that out loud recently. But um, starting, you know, as a teenager, touring in punk bands and playing at times hundreds of shows a year, the rigors of touring as an artist. And uh, the label was founded kind of on the basis of like to try and be an indie label that that speaks from the artist side first and tries to tries to treat the, the people we work with like how I would want to be treated. And... Um, you know, all the touring I did was, you know, until the end, pretty DIY van touring kind of thing. And um, I saw the toll it took on my bandmates, myself, um, and the people around me, Every, you know, everything from people having a hard time coping on the road to, you know, people, friends who took their own life. And uh, it just kind of clicked one day that I was like, we got to try and do something about this. Um, so that's kind of what, what led to that. Knowing that you're a musician and you had experience in this, I mean, before you even started this fund, like, it might be a little different in Canada versus the U.S., but in the U.S., you're basically like an independent contractor, like no employee, you don't have an employer that's helping pay for your health insurance. I know health insurance is a little different in Canada, but I mean, were you trying to access mental health services for yourself or any member of your band before Royal Mountain Records came up with this idea? Not really. I mean, it was just kind of out of the question. It wasn't even uh, it wasn't even a thing that we really talked about. You know, even when people were like having everyone had you know stage anxiety and people would have the depression days and it's a pretty easy solution. Most of the time I was like, have a few drinks or pop some pills and hit the stage. You know, it's like <laughs> that's kind of a pretty standard way of dealing with it, um, you know, 15 and 15, 10 years ago. It wasn't until kind of later in my life where I was able to afford to go see a therapist. And I started realizing that it was um, not witchcraft um, and that it actually does help and it, it made things easier. So so about the last five years of my touring, me and my bandmates were, you know, getting different types of treatment and therapy. And um, the result was night and day. So that's kind of what really made me say like, I, I should offer this to the, to bands who were in my situation 15 years ago where they couldn't afford it or it wasn't even something that might be an option. Back in 2018, the East Coast Music Association conducted a mental health and wellness survey among members of Eastern Canada's music industry. And of 50 respondents, 40% said they had been diagnosed with a mental health disorder at some point in their life. 26% had attempted suicide. Why do you think um, mental health issues can be so prevalent among musicians? 
I mean, one thing I'd like to um, to say as a disclaimer is like, I am by no means a doctor or a professional in mental health. I'm a guy who played music uh, and did a lot of touring. So that's where my experience comes from. But from my experience, you know, a lot of the people who who are in bands and who are artists, you know, the reason that they choose art is because they feel a lot of things and they find that art can help them express that. And so it's already there's a predisposition for people who, um, you know, who are the the real extra feelers. That's why they do music. And especially the ones that do it well, maybe it's because they feel extra hard. So you got that predisposition, in my opinion. But then also there's just natural hazards to the job. Like if you're someone who does music as a living, especially your early days, it's a lot of late nights. It's a lot of long days where you're doing a lot of the work yourself. It's uh, usually really low pay. And you're very often surrounded by, you know, drugs and alcohol and enablers. And then also, you know, basically every day you have a different person telling you that you were the greatest and maybe the next day some press thing is saying that you're the shittiest. Um, It's a lot to deal with. And then being on the road, you're trying to deal with all these things. And usually, you know, you have your bandmates with you, but you don't usually have your friends and your closest friends and family or, you know, your partner with you. Uh, So it it gets really hard. So, you know, you put all those things together and... um, I'm I'm not complaining about it. It it's just these are the hazards of the workplace. Like my grandfather worked at a concrete pipe company for 30 years and his first day on the job in 1950 he was given a pair of steel-toed boots and a hard hat and some safety glasses and that's because there's concrete pipes everywhere that you might drop on your head or feet. And you know, he still kept doing that job but he had some tools to to cope with the hazards and that's kind of what I think the music industry is. We just have to acknowledge that like, it is an environment that has all these things in it. So I'm not trying to change that. It is what it is. But, but having the tools to, um, to, to cope with them is something that I think should be changed. So this fund ultimately costs Royal Mountain Records about $50,000 a year. How big of a lift is that? You know, Considering you are an independent label, how are you able to make this happen? I mean, it's a it's a pretty big lift. It really is. Um, it it took us tightening our belts, and uh, all the staff believes in it, and I believe in it. And um, part of it's coming out of you know my bottom line. It's also been great. We've had some great private donors who really believe in it, and people have uh, given money to us explicitly for that use. So that helps. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that is money that would be uh, coming from our bottom line. But even though it is coming from our bottom line in today's music environment. I don't think it should. I don't think the cost of the artist's health should be free to all people in the music industry who are who are making money off artists. Like, you know, it's like it's like polluters, um, like companies that pollute. Like, pollution's not free, even though it is free to pollute. There's a greater cost to society. So, what I think is that like it's a cost of doing business that we have to acknowledge that keeping the artists who are out there working healthy, giving them the tools that they that they need to get proper even dental care, mental health care, uh, is a responsibility that all the people making money off these tourists, uh, off these artists touring should bear. So I think that it shouldn't just be the labels, it should be the management companies, it should be the uh, the booking agents, it should be the ticketing companies, it should be the promoters. If everyone kicked in a tiny bit of 
their share, you know, you'd be able to put a pot together that would enable the artist to um, even buy into a cheap healthcare plan. Yeah. I mean, I think about here in the U.S., we have a program called Music Cares, which is funded kind of through the Grammys or the the Recording Academy. Um, that is kind of it provides some sort of health care for musicians. And then also locally, we have SMASH, which is Seattle Musicians Access to Sustainable Health Care, um, where they kind of put on a benefit show and it helps fund some services for musicians. So those are some things that are happening here in the U.S. But again, I've never really heard of a label besides Royal Mountain Records to be able to to provide their own fund, um, specifically for, for mental health for musicians. Since you launched this fund nearly, you know, now it's almost been uh, two years, have you seen other organizations or labels do similar programs or step up um, in, in new ways? No, unfortunately I haven't. It was, it's been a little, you know, at first when I launched it, I was like, okay, this is my thing. I don't, like, I, I'm going to do it regardless and I don't care what anyone else does. It's not me to tell someone else how to run their business. And then, you know, I got flown all over to a bunch of music conferences and to talk on panels, like as if I'm some big <laughs> expert on mental health or whatever. I'm like, I'm just someone doing a thing. Um, but still, it was fun to go. And a lot of like pats on the back, you know, like, way to go. You're doing so well from like people all across the industry. And I started to try to encourage people to kind of uh participate and do their own do their own things and it was i was met with a lot of resistance people were like ah it doesn't make sense for our company or like oh there's a lot of factors at play or like you know from the bigger um from the bigger actors like you know when i talk to people at like our distro universal or whatever you know i love them all but they're like ah oh, but we have like a you know we have a board of trustees or we have shareholders you know it's like i can't it's too complicated and I was like, okay, fine, but I mean, and I'm not talking, I'm not talking about Universal. I, I love everyone who works there, so they're some of my dear friends, and they do a great job with us. But also, all those people who work there, like they go to work every day, you know, nine to five, and yeah, they go to shows, and once again, my, some of my dearest friends. Uh, but they all have healthcare in Canada. They all have dental, mental. They get a couple massages per year, covered, uh, really good stuff, as they should. As they should, <laughs> definitely. But also, wouldn't it be nice if the bands out there who their entire business is based on got the same access? It just makes perfect sense to me. In what is, you know, healthcare is obviously better in Canada than it is in the U.S., um, but I understand, I mean, would it be fair to say that most of your bands on Royal Mountain Records have healthcare, but that mental health services is not included in Canada's healthcare system. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, Canada, we're miles ahead of you guys are in America, and we're, you know, miles behind some of the Scandinavian countries. But, you know, if I was running for politics, my first thing would that be, my first platform would be that in Canada, like, okay, we tell the world how great our free healthcare is, but it covers your, your, your body and not even all of it. Um, it doesn't cover your teeth. It doesn't cover your mind. It doesn't cover like physio. And that's a big thing for a lot of bands on tour is like, you know, you get a repetitive stress injury, you, you know, a, a drummer's ankle or a guitar player's wrist. Like this happens. I've seen it happen many times and they can't afford proper physio. You know, they, they get home from tour and uh, they just kind of hope it gets better, but they don't go pay for you know, the, like, like a sports team would. They would pay to, to rehab the person's wrist properly so it doesn't happen again and these bands don't don't do that uh just because they can't afford it so um yeah in canada like 
I think that our government, if we want to tell the world how great we are, wouldn't it be great if we actually covered your mind and, and it's a full, a full wellness package. So the bands that are from Canada, you know, no one has private health insurance as, as a musician. So you get your body covered if you, you know, but I don't know any bands on Royal Mountain that I know of that have like a dental plan. And I have lots of friends who've played through a tour with, a, you know, a tooth that needs to get pulled out or a filling or something. And that's that's a lot of anxiety when you, if you're the singer of a band and you have to step on stage every night and you've got a throbbing tooth that you can't afford to get taken out. So to me, covering these costs, if if all of these actors in the music industry did it, like it would make these bands be better also you know like it would make their i feel like the show is going to be consistently better if if everyone um is able to get the treatment they need so again this this mental health fund that royal mountain records put together about two years ago you know now it's it's coming up on two years do you have an idea of kind of what percentage or, or ratio of your artists have utilized the fund and have any spoken out publicly about you know what kind of impact it's made on them uh, yeah. I, so one of the things that's really crucial about the fund for me is that um, that I don't actually know who is using it. Um, it's, uh, it's supposed to be all confidential. So it just goes straight to accounting and, um, you know, they have their accountant's code or whatever, like the lawyers do where they can't talk about it. Um, so the, the artists just deal with them directly to keep me out of it. And the reasoning being like, if an artist needs to check into rehab or something like that, I don't want them to think to hesitate thinking that like, Oh my God, if, if we check our, our drummer into, I don't know why I keep saying drummer whenever I use this example, <laughs> but, but uh, if, but we check our bass player into uh, rehab and then we ask the label for tour support, he's going to be like, Oh, they're just going to spend it on drugs. Like I don't want any, I don't want to cross those lines at all. If someone needs help, they go get their help and I don't know about it. But that being said, tons of the artists maybe half of half of the bands on the label have have reached out to me personally just a phone call or an email or um just when we're hanging out at a show and said thank you in a really heartfelt way that i know it's made a big difference you know everything from like hey i don't have to choose between my meds and rent anymore like that's amazing and you know i've had people say like really really intense things too like you helped me save my own life you know was one that really um, I was like, well, don't, don't pin that on me. You did that. But, um, pretty heavy when you hear that from an artist. Um, and yeah, you know, bands like, um, you know, Mets, US Girls, people have, people have spoken out about how, um, they, they've been helped by this and how it's a, something that, uh, they wish more, uh, labels did. So you released two albums this year. There are two solo records under the name Mav Carlo. And I understand that these records, um, a lot of the songs on these records were kind of inspired about your journey through mental health. Can you choose a song that we go out on that kind of explores that journey and tell us what that song is specifically about? Well, the, the first song off uh, the most recent record called Strangers Like Us, which came out in October, um, I mean, it's just kind of a pretty basic metaphor, to be honest. It's called Elevator. Um, and um, as someone who uh, has been diagnosed with bipolar 2, you know, the ups and downs, I mean, the ups can be amazing and the downs can be terrible. And um, just, you know, finding that middle ground and finding that balance um, is, uh, it's such a golden spot to strive for. And it's, 
it's a real journey, you know, and it has been a real journey um, finding the the ways to um, spend more of my time um, in that middle middle ground. So that's what the song Elevator is about. Well, I've been speaking with Menno Wurtstieg, founder of Toronto's Royal Mountain Records. In early 2019, it became what might be the first record label to provide a fund for its artists to access mental health services. Menno, thank you so much for talking today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for helping spread the word. There are days when I feel like I'm a superman. I'm so handsome, I can fly. I got this body made of steel. There are days when I feel like a bacteria. I make you sick, even though you don't even know I'm there. Elevator, please stop on my floor Cause I can't go up, can't go down anymore Elevator, elevator Elevator There are mornings when I Brush my teeth, I even eat. I am ready, I'm ready to be me. There are evenings when I wonder why my body shakes. I'm such a cliche fake. I take these great pills I hate. Wish I could find some kind of middle ground Instead of up and down and down It's up and down and down An elevator, please stop on my floor Cause I can't go up, I can't go down
just okay And day after day after day after day is the same That was Sound and Vision. Tune in to KEXP at 90.3 FM in Seattle and online at kexp.org today, Thursday, December 3rd, for Music Heals Mental Health, where all day we take listener requests on stories that help them through their journey with mental health. We'll read your stories and play your songs all day. If you missed Music Heals, you can still listen back on the archive at kexp.org up to two weeks after the air date. And join me this Saturday from 7.30 to 9 a.m. Pacific for more stories about music and mental health on the broadcast of Sound and Vision. And as a reminder, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org sound to support this show. But most of all, thanks so much for listening.